This is Lisa Van Dam, founder of and literature teacher at Van Dam Academy, a private K-8 school in Orange County, California. I'm also the founder of the Read With Me app, a program meant to help adults connect emotionally with the classics. This story is called, I Teach Him. The other day I had a fascinating conversation with the mother of a 7th grader who only recently transferred to my school. Last year, they moved to California from a foreign country, where all students made almost as intensive a study of English as they did their native language. It should be an embarrassment to our educational system that from the moment he arrived, his English skills were superior to those of most of his American counterparts. He's one of those kids whose family seems to have been fated to find our school. Though his education was in many ways more rigorous than that of U.S. schools, his parents could see that the soulless test orientation of it was draining him of motivation, and that there was little about his schooling that seemed like substantive preparation for life itself. Through mutual friends, they learned about Van Damme Academy, and they decided to make the move. They say that from the first day they saw a light in his eyes they had feared might fade forever. As his literature teacher, I saw that light too. He has devoured the classics we cover, like Shaw's Pygmalion, Rostand's The Romantics, and Ibsen's An Enemy of the People. He is laser-focused during lectures. He participates avidly in class conversations. He is capable of comprehending nuances and abstract themes in the complex works we read, and his written responses to questions are thoughtful and articulate. So what was fascinating about my conversation with his mother? Well... It started with her expressing a kind of incomprehension. She couldn't understand how he was doing so well in my class, given how little time his previous school had devoted to literature. How could he be receiving an A- in a subject for which he had been so poorly prepared? At first, I was equally confused by her question. I couldn't understand why she couldn't understand why he was doing so well. I looked at her with a puzzled expression and explained what felt like the obvious. He's intelligent, he pays attention, he participates, and he writes well. She said, Okay, but last summer we gave him a copy of Animal Farm, and when we asked him what it was about, he said, It's about animals. Then it all became clear. I said, Oh, I see your confusion. He's doing well because I teach him. In her mind, there was no way he could be thriving in literature class, because to do so, either he would have had to have received extensive early training, which his prior schools never provided, or he would have to possess some God-given gift, which the animal farm story proved impossible. So, his grade in my class didn't make sense. I explained that he had all the tools he needed for him to grasp and enjoy great literature— but that he still required my guidance. I described how, when we read plays aloud, I stopped to emphasize certain lines, to make important connections, to delight in clever phrasings, and to draw out important themes. I explained how, when the students read a novel, I review the events of each chapter, help them comprehend the characters, and, through discussion of the details, help them put together all the pieces into an understanding of the book's deeper meaning. Were I to just hand him an enemy of the people, he'd probably say it was about some doctor being called an enemy by his community, 
and not about the heroic individual standing up for truth against conventional society. Were I to just hand him Pygmalion, he might call it a comedy about a phonetics teacher and his flower girl pupil, and not a clever commentary on class society. But he is fully capable of understanding the abstract themes of both, and thereby of enjoying the plays on a far deeper level. If only someone teaches him. His mother still had a moment's pause, where she wondered whether his work really reflected his own independent understanding, or whether he was only parroting my words. But, I told her, my class admits of no shortcuts. We discuss the work in detail, they internalize their own understanding, and later they are required to express their understanding in clear, articulate, comprehensive words. That is not intellectual mimicry. It's learning. She realized that she was holding literature in a mental category separate from something like math or science, where instruction and guidance are an inescapable and important part of the process. While she wouldn't expect a chemistry teacher to stand in front of the class and ask the immature, uninformed minds before him to generate the laws of thermodynamics, a literature teacher was somehow relegated to the side role of just asking kids what they think. By the time we finished talking, she had come around to seeing that he is doing well because I teach him, and because he learns. But here, I think, is another heartening lesson to be taken from this fascinating conversation. Learning to understand and to love classic literature does take training, but it's never too late. That is why I want Read With Me to be a beacon with the watchword, Bring me your intimidated, uninitiated, jaded, or disillusioned. Let me show them what reading can be.